0: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: Hello and welcome to the 30 Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Barrett. Uh, today I'm doing a solo podcast, just trying to give updates on what my thoughts are so far in the first round of this uh, this, uh Semi entertaining playoffs. Some games uh, have been amazing and other games have been not so great. Uh, I'll start with uh, just the, the least interesting series uh, the sweep, Miami and Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee handled business. There was some, uh, some, some believers that Miami were a playoff team and that the Jimmy Butler fire would come back like it did last year, but it did not. And uh, Miami's in an interesting situation now. You know, they get swept in the first round. They they aren't quite what we thought they could be this year based on what they did last year going to the, the finals and all. And uh they don't have much flexibility going forward. Now, don't get me wrong, the Miami Heat always find a way. They always have some kind of sign in trade, some kind of trade you never saw coming. Uh I'm sure they can find something, but at the same time, money's not money's not a, a huge thing they have going for them right now. They don't have quite that many assets and uh the biggest asset they probably have is Tyler Hero which was horrendous this playoff. So they could look to deal him uh this offseason and maybe uh upgrade that way. But besides that, not much not much they can do. Uh Butler and Bam are locked down and they take up most most of their salary cap and uh I'm curious to see what they do this offseason. I think it's going to be really interesting for them, but they're an interesting team this offseason. I think uh I think we're going to hear more from them one way or another, whether it be because they didn't do anything or because they uh, they upgraded something we never thought. Um, the other team in the series, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is going to have to play Brooklyn next round. I am so excited for that series. I think that series is going to be incredible. Uh, I think if anyone in the league can match up with Brooklyn defensively, it is Milwaukee with Giannis, Middleton, Andrew Holiday. Three bodies they can throw at Kyrie Harden and Durant. Uh, hopefully DiVincenzo can come back maybe for later in the series. I'm not sure. I, I still am wondering what that injury is all about and how, that, how that's going to work out. They have P.J. Tucker. They can throw it, Durant. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be incredible. I think that series is going to be amazing, and I can't wait for that to start, which goes on to Brooklyn, who dominated Boston, uh, I won't talk too much on Boston because uh, me and my friend Logan Mueller will be doing a podcast on the Celtics, their future, where they go from there because we were both Celtics fans and had to watch that grueling series. I know we won a game, but uh, I barely won to watch the Celtics play when they did play. And Durant, Harden, and Kyrie just tore us apart. I mean, they're going to tear a lot of teams apart, so I don't feel too bad. Um, they're incredible. Those three, it's a historic offensively they're, what they're doing offensively, I don't know if can be matched ever in NBA history, and that includes uh, Curry, Durant, and Thompson. Um, they're going to be a tough out for anyone. If if Milwaukee can't do it, I'm not sure Philadelphia can, and then I'm not sure if either LA teams or any other team in the finals can do that. So they have a good chance of winning it all. They're not my pick, um, but I do have them against Milwaukee. I have them winning against Milwaukee, but... Man, is that gonna be a great series. I'm excited. And it's it's a great opportunity for Giannis. He has yet to prove himself in the playoffs as the guy. He made a conference finals once, but uh he's gotta he's gotta prove it, and this could be his series to do so. Alright, so those are the two uh poor series in the East. Uh there's a third poor series, and that's the Philadelphia Washington series. It was 3-0, it should have been a sweep. Tonight, uh this is being recorded, I think it's important to know, uh, on Tuesday night, so anything that happens Wednesday, if this comes out late, uh, will not be in the podcast. Um, but Philadelphia just dominates in the first three games. Uh, Washington kind of falsely clung on, hung on a couple times, uh, but Russell Westbrook is not a good playoff player. I tweeted it. I mean it. I've said it over and over again. Russell Westbrook is a very poor playoff player. He's actually a very bad playoff player. In his last 30 games, he's about 7-23, I believe. That's not good for the playoffs. He's shooting 39% in the last 30 games and 30% from three. Those are horrendous numbers. Those are numbers you don't want on the court, never mind to be one of your superstars. Uh, Bradley Beal has been good. Bertons is hurt for Game 5. It's going to hurt them. Um, the important thing, though, is Will Embiid's hurt. Uh, that's not important because Washington still won't win the series. It's important because if he's going to come back to full health uh, the next year, the next series. And um, that could mean a lot for the conference finals, and it could even potentially mean something against uh, probably Atlanta in the next round. So um, that is important to note. Uh, the hack of Ben Simmons has been terrible for Ben Simmons for his likeness. I think a lot of people like to to make fun of Simmons and not respect the great player he is, and this does not help him. He has to make his free throws. It's that simple. Been a great defender, great passer, great rebounder all series. He's got to make his free throws. He makes his free throws. Not many people are saying things about Ben Simmons. Uh, Tobias Harris has been good, and uh, I expect them to still win Game 5 without Joel Embiid. If they don't, it's just going to start getting a little annoying, but they'll win Game 6. I don't anticipate this potentially goes to 7 unless Embiid's way more hurt than we think, and Simmons really cannot handle the load by himself. Uh, The last Eastern Conference series is New York-Atlanta. New York made the playoffs by working harder than every other team in the league. Uh, That's probably true. They probably did work the hardest in the league in their season. Uh, They fought, they played defense, all that. What you expect from a Tom Thibodeau team. But in the playoffs, the intensity turns up, Everyone kind of brings that sort of energy to the table, and it doesn't mean as much. Uh, Talent wins a lot in the playoffs, and Atlanta is super talented. Atlanta is incredibly deep. Um, You know, Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Danilo Gallinari, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Collins, Capella, Lou Williams... I mean, that's are eight or nine guys that can really do something in the playoffs and that's not easy to find nowadays. So Atlanta's a very good team. And never mind the fact Trey Young's been playing like an absolute great player. You know, I'm a I'm a Trey Young doubter, you could say. I probably even lower on him than other people. But after watching the series, I might be higher on him than other people. Um I did the top fifty before the season. Trey Young will rise on my top fifty. He will. Um he's been incredible. He's the New York villain right now, which I love. Uh, Bogdanovich has been incredible. You know, I listened to a podcast from Bill Simmons talking about. Can you imagine if that Milwaukee trade sign and trade went through? What he'd be like on Milwaukee? Milwaukee would be surely the favorite to beat Brooklyn. And uh, yeah, he's been incredible. I think Trey Young's had a difficult time in his first two years trusting his teammates, and Bogdanovich is good enough that I think he respects him and he trusts him and that's, uh, that's meant a lot for them. On the other side, New York, Julius Randle, um, really struggling. It's going to be an interesting offseason. Do they extend him? Do they pay him? Do they trade him? Which is not as far out of the rim of possibility as you'd probably think. Um, I don't know the answer. They can't go back to mediocrity. New York wants a successful team too bad, but at the same time, they can't. is not the answer. He's good, but I think we all overrated him after the regular season he had. Western Conference. I'm going to talk about Portland, Denver first because I just got done watching game five. Damian Lillard went absolutely bananas. 55 points. Playoff record, three pointers. Um, you know, there's, there's not much to say about Lillard. We know he does this, he hits the big shots. He. He recently has been bringing it in the playoffs. Early in his career, he actually probably was not as great playoff wise as you'd think. But recently, in the past couple of years, I mean, he's been arguably the best playoff player. Um, when they lose this series, or I guess I should say if they lose this series, but I do think they're going to lose probably in seven. But I do think Denver will win because I think they're just a better team. I'm curious to see what Damian Lillard's offseason looks like. I don't think Lillard will demand a trade. That's not the type of guy Damian Lillard is. But at the same time, if Portland comes and talks to him and says, hey, I don't know what direction we're going in, we don't know what direction we're going in, what would you think about a potential trade? I don't think Lillard will oppose it like he probably would have in the past. I think he'll be open to the idea of uh, being moved. And if he is moved, there's a lot of teams that will be calling, one of which maybe New York, Um potentially involving Julius Randle. Don't don't rule that out. But even if they don't, you know, R.J. Barrett, uh, a lot of assets. They got Dallas's pick, their pick. Um, I think Lillard and New York would be incredible. And I the idea of that makes me so excited. And so I, I, I'm i thrilled to see what Damian Lillard's offseason is like this offseason. Uh, on the other hand, Denver. Man, if they had Jamal Murray this season, this series would be over in four or five. Jokic has done almost all that he can. Uh, but it, he he needs other pieces, which Jamal Murray would have helped. Um, Porter has been good. Uh, Monty Morris was great today. Um, there's not much to say about them. They're not competing for the title. Um, they might hang with Phoenix or LA, but they won't win more than two games. Uh, I do think they'll win the series, though. Uh, Alright, the interesting one. Phoenix, LA. Phoenix just went up 3-2 tonight. Looking to finish LA off on Thursday night in LA. I do not think they'll win that game. Um, Well, actually, I I should take that back. I believe Anthony Davis will come back because I think great players play when they're needed. Um, And I think if Anthony Davis plays, they will win. And I think... I would put money on LA still winning this series, as long as I do not hear Anthony Davis is out. If Davis doesn't play, it's really hard. But also at the same time, Chris Paul might be injured, so it's gonna be an interesting game. Uh, I'm excited for a potential Game Seven on Saturday. Uh, LeBron, he his track record would show that he doesn't lose these series. You know, back in uh, the Believers 2018 when he had Indiana in the first round, and Oladipo was going crazy, and they went down three two. He still just won. He just won the series. That's just what he does. He just... He wins the series you never thought he would. And, um... I'm curious. I I think it'll be really intriguing. But I still think they're going to win. And I'm guessing they'll roll through Denver. And then in the conference finals, they'll probably win that too. Because LeBron James is just that good. So I still have LeBron James in the finals. Despite being down 3-2. And having to win a game in Phoenix to win the series. Um... But again, if Davis is out, that all changes. I don't know if Davis and Chris Paul, for that matter. Um, so that that's gonna be really, really interesting to see. I think LeBron's been great. Chris Paul's been good. Uh, game four, he was really good, and uh, Booker's been good too. Davis was good in game twos and three. Like these stars are playing good when they need to. It's just about which ones show up, uh, which ones aren't hurt, which ones take. Uh, the game um, in their own hands. And um, that's why I still think the Lakers will win. But, again, it all matters on injuries. Um, so that leads to the 1-8 matchup, Utah-Memphis. Uh, Memphis won the first game, I think a little false hope. Uh, I think most people knew it was probably because Mitchell wasn't playing. But Mitchell comes back. They're down 3-1. They'll probably win tomorrow night. They'll probably be over in 5 Uh, Memphis is... I I love watching Memphis play. They're tough. They really are the grit and grind. Uh, Ja has made me look a little stupid. I still don't think he's necessarily... I still think he's probably a little overrated, but I don't know about the most overrated player in the league anymore. Uh, I ranked him 48 on my uh, pre-playoffs player rankings. He will probably move up. Uh, I think he has to for how well he played. Dylan Brooks was incredible. But... Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and the rest of that Jazz team are just too good. They're too well coached. Their defense is too good. Their offensive rhythm is too good. And, um, yeah, I think they're still going to win the series probably in five. The last series is uh, the Clippers and the Mavericks. I picked the Mavericks to win seven. I was probably not in the majority. They went up 2-0. I started looking really good. Then they lose the next two. The away team has won uh, both games, or all four games, I should say. Luca got hurt at the end of game three. He had forty-four, nine and nine, but still doesn't. He doesn't look like he's moving on the same in the same way that he did in those first two games. He isn't seeing the court. He isn't playing the game at his own pace. That kind of thing. Um, I still think Dallas will win the series as long as we don't find out Luca's hurt. I keep bringing up injuries in all these series because they just matter so much. You know, these guys have these nagging injuries, and they don't seem like much, but, you know, if, if they aren't playing at the level they can, it changes the whole series. And so I think that, that six with Dallas, Kawhi Leonard, the most interesting player this offseason, especially if they lose this series. If they lose in six or seven, Kawhi Leonard this offseason, what, what's going to happen? Because I'll tell you what, Miami will be calling about a sign and trade. Uh, New York is going to try. Uh, the Warriors might try to make some crazy deal out of left field with somehow involving Draymond Green or Klay Thompson. I'm not sure how that would work. I'm sure more details will come out if they lose about what he thinks this offseason. But I don't think it's a given that, that he stays. And that's why I think it's so important that the Clippers have to win this series. And if they win this series, they have a very good chance against Utah. So this series does mean a lot. Um... I don't have too, too much else. Uh, I'm going to have a blog post coming out soon ranking the uh, top futures in the NBA, just what teams are going to win the most games in the next six years, most titles, that kind of thing. Um, check out my Twitter, 30Basketball1. I've been posting more on there, uh, just kind of watching the games, saying my thoughts, uh, things like that, some composite love. Um, Check out the podcast it's on Spreaker, Apple, and Spotify, and uh, that's going to be it. Thank you very much.